Did you get up in the middle of the night this last weekend and make your quiche and celebrate the coronation of King Charles? Or did you just watch the highlights and see some of the gossipy articles talking about which celebrities weren't there? We're going to get into it right now with our guest, who's a PhD candidate of early modern history at McMaster University. Justin Volk is joining the show. Justin, always good to talk to you. Thanks so much for making the time. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, okay, I know obviously you're a royal watcher. You really follow this. You know all the all the details. What was your initial takeaway of the coronation? I was actually surprised by how traditional it was. They promised us it was going to be a traditional service. I didn't think it would live up to all the hype. They really kept it shaped by centuries of tradition. They kept the prayers, so many of the hymns, the ceremonies. It didn't look all that different from what it would have looked like three or 400 years ago. That actually surprised me more than anything. Yeah, which I thought in the most respectful way made it quite dry to watch i found it pretty boring to take it to take it in what what do you make of that i mean do you think that by holding on to that tradition they made the right call or should they have tried to maybe spice it up a little bit and try to get a little bit more interest well, I mean, there, there's sort of two sides to that coin, and you're absolutely right. It, if Unless you're somebody that is really engaged with this stuff and really, you know, fascinated by it or study it, it was dry. Yeah, was like I watched somber. it on Fast Forward and I was bored by it. There was so much choir singing. It was a, it was a lot. It, it was, um, and I will actually say some of the choir singing, though, I thought some of the best moments, the gospel choir, for example, that sang the Alleluia, I thought was one of the best moments of the whole service because it was a first on so many levels. It was a first for a gospel choir to coordination. It was a first in terms of diversity and representation. It, it brought a level of energy in that moment because the singers were actually moving. And I was watching the faces of the audiences. It was like the one time in the whole ceremony where everybody was actually getting into it and enjoying it. So so the, that was certainly a really important element. It's also important to remember that the dry stuff, as much as we, we say it's, it's rough to watch in the middle of the night or first thing in the morning, <laughs> it, it, it's needed from a legal and a constitutional perspective. This was this stuff had to happen in order for the monarchy to carry out what it's supposed to do. Yeah, and you know what? I agree with you, and as much as I will say that, yeah, it maybe wasn't the most entertaining thing on television of all time, I do appreciate that there is some some tie to tradition and there's so much significance wrapped up in some of that tradition. So I think, you know, by by shirking any of that, they would have been doing ultimately, I think, a disservice to to King Charles and to the perception of this new royal. What's been the reaction from the British people? It seems to have been a better reaction than I was anticipating. The crowds were larger than I expected, um, but I'm not going to pretend that it has been universally acclaimed. I mean, certainly the concert in Windsor Park um, the next day was was huge. Massive crowds turned out to that, but large-scale protests. Um, I saw a video from Scotland of a stadium full of people chanting 
well, let's just say something I can't say on live air um, about the coronation. So there has been more resistance to this coronation than certainly at least has been documented in previous ones. I've seen so much resistance and so many comments, you know, speaking about the opulence and the spending on, you know, even even just the crowns themselves and the, you know, just the ceremony costing so much money and people really having a problem with that. Do you think that there's more resistance now or do you think that we just have ways that we can amplify our voices through the likes of social media oh it's it's both answers 100 percent um i actually sat down uh last year to crunch the numbers around coronation spending how much does the monarchy cost people versus how much does it bring in and i mean in terms of tourism and things like that alone the monarchy brings in over 1.2 billion dollars per year versus the coronation costing considerably considerably right. less it's in the millions don't get me wrong but what the monarchy generates financially for britain is is orders of magnitude beyond what it costs yeah and i've heard estimates too that you know for for every person in um in in britain it's roughly like the cost of a pint so it's not yes. it's not necessarily that much money but it's hard not to look at that and see so much opulence and and think maybe this might be problematic or anti and I think so many more of those conversations are really now coming to light and coming through. So I've seen a lot of resistance. What's been what's been the other reaction that you've you've noticed anything positive? Yes, uh, lots of positivity, particularly around the sort of the the, the personal touches uh, from younger members of the royal family. I mean, Prince Louis is always stealing the show at mm-hmm. any event he's at. I'm not going to lie; I was watching to see his reaction, <laughs> and that that lad never lets never lets us down. Um, people talking about the you know so, some of the beauty and in the wardrobe and the entire. And some of the hilarity of Prince Harry's expressions. So, <laughs> and the fact that he was blocked by who is Princess Anne's <laughs> hat the entire way, and so much drama around the fact that Prince Harry was seated in the same row as Prince Andrew. Why was Prince Andrew even even there? Uh, there was, I think, a lot of people watching to see what was going to happen with Prince Harry. Do you think that any of of what we saw was satisfying to that that tea that we wanted to be spilled? It was surprisingly tame. He was better behaved and less grumpy than I thought he would be. Um, the one thing I was a little bit I'm curious about, and I've, tried, I've replayed it several times, is when the king walks by at the end and, and everyone's starting to bow. I couldn't tell if Harry was bowing with the rest of the royal oh. family or he was just looking away to avoid making eye contact. It looks, depending on the camera angle, I can't quite tell. I mean, with everything that's been said and with that memoir that so many people have read, you got to imagine that the tension is pretty thick in a situation like that. Uh, I do have a few more questions for you, Justin, but we have to take a, a very short break. So we'll come right back into this conversation talking about King Charles being officially crowned. And I'm curious, Nation, did you watch any of the coronation? What did you think? What did you think about it? Uh, let me know. You can send a text to 780-496-0063. We'll come right back in three minutes. Talking about King Charles now officially crown did you watch the coronation over the weekend our guest talking about it is a phd candidate for early modern history at mcmaster university justin Volk. justin thanks so much for sticking around on holds really appreciate your time 
My pleasure. So we're talking, of, of course, uh, about the coronation, uh, what what your initial thoughts were of it. There have been a few uh, pieces of information that I think are really kind of coming to the surface. One of them is the lack of celebrities. Uh, do you think that that's being blown out of proportion? What do you make of that? That is one that I, I haven't given too much attention to, to be honest, because this isn't a celebrity event. Mm. This is a ceremonial event. The coronation is really the moment where the king's relationship with Parliament and the church and the British people is solidified. Like he signs the oath that he takes. So this isn't this isn't a celebrity headliner event. This is it's a big moment in the in the advancement of the British political system. Do you think that that King Charles, just given who he is and how people already feel about him, is maybe being being painted in a certain way with some of these stories talking about the lack of celebrities and whether or not he was mad in the carriage? Is some of this coverage unfair because he's not necessarily as as liked, to put it, I think, gently as his mom was? There, that kind of interpretation always colors our views and there's just a tendency with royal events regardless of what they are we'd like to read into things mm-hmm. to try to give us a glimpse behind the curtain uh this is this happened you know at the queen's jubilees at different events because it's so different from the world we know that we want to feel like we have insider knowledge and i think there is a tendency to sort of, sort of try to read into things i'll admit though when i saw that carriage leave buckingham palace first thing on the way to the abbey my first thought was he looks exhausted and he looks terrified yeah and there's a, a viral clip now that's going around of him in the carriage where it looks like he was mad and it's probably just being taken completely out of context. But yeah, I mean, I think anyone would be tired after a ceremony like that. It would be a long thing to go, to go through when your day's not done, uh, which is, I'm, I suppose, just the life of being royal. But, you know, I think it speaks to our... Um, or acceptance or lack maybe of acceptance of him that Diana was trending throughout the entire weekend. Can you speak to that a little bit, Justin? Well, I mean, there are so many people who were aligned with Diana. They identified with her on a very personal level that we hadn't seen people people feeling that way about members of the royal family before. And I know that a lot of people felt like this should have been Diana's day. She should have been the one being crowned next to Charles, mm-hmm. but at the same time, that only would have happened if they were still married, if the fairy tale had been maintained. And so it's a it's I understand why people feel the way they do, but that is a that is, you know, thirty years of trying to kind of backtrack that relationship to try to get to that point. It's um it, it's a moment that is emotionally laden for a lot of people. And I'm sure, I'm sure that for William and Harry, they were thinking about their mother in a variety of ways that day. Sure. Yeah. Well, and clearly so many other people were uh, as well. Uh, Justin, what, what happens next now that we've seen the coronation? Is it just business as usual for the, the, the now king? 
it is it is not just business as usual it is full steam ahead the coronation marks the end of any kind of mourning or commemorative period after the previous monarch died and so this is really the time for charles to step into his own to show really what kind of monarch he's going to be we're probably not going to have any big royal pomp and pageantry again for a long time because i mean we only have these things for for jubilees or coronations or funerals and we're probably not going to have anything like that for a long time so kind of the next thing we might see is his birthday celebrations they do the monarch's birthday in the second week of june but it's going to be a a lot of business as usual moving forward in the years ahead. Okay, well, the next time that there's some sort of scandal or something to uh, to talk about, Justin, we're going to have you back on to chit-chat about it because you know everything about the Royals. Thank you so much for making the time today. Always good to check in with you. Always happy to make time for you. Of course. Take care. Justin Volk is PhD candidate in early modern history at McMaster University, talking about the official coronation that took place over the weekend. King Charles now officially crowned. And yeah, a lot of tradition in that ceremony. I, I PVR'd the, the highlights, which was still two hours long. And yeah, even fast forwarding, it was a lot of tradition. But I mean, imagine if they had done away with that. There would have been a ton of backlash and there's already been a lot of conversation online about people's very, very vocal opinions about the monarchy, about the royals, and certainly about King Charles. And just as Justin was alluding to about whether or not uh, it should have been Diana's moment. And I think it speaks volumes that uh, she was trending, that Diana was trending throughout the entire weekend. That memory is still fresh and very sensitive for so many people.